Thanks for checking out the Refuge Official Podcast. Wherever you're from, we hope that this message will encourage you and help you grow in your relationship with God. Good morning, everyone. My name is Matt Malik. I'm the lead pastor at Refuge. So glad you could join us online this morning. Uh, this morning, we are going to be talking about something that is really a message that is dear to my heart. Uh, I want to begin just with a word of prayer as we join our faith together. So let's pray. Wherever you're at, uh, please join your faith with me. Heavenly Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor. We thank you for the opportunity to share your word. I thank you for ministering to everyone that would be listening, that they would receive truth that would help them in their journey with you. Father, we thank you uh, for the ministry of truth and the ministry of your word and the ministry of your Holy Spirit to bring understanding and enlightenment to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm going to start with a question this morning. Do I have your attention? Now really, do I have your attention? I hope you're not focused on something else right now. Maybe you're correcting the kids to get them to be quiet. Maybe you're looking at social media right now. Maybe you're distracted by making a cup of coffee. I really want your attention this morning, and I want you to listen. I want you to be focused in on what I'm going to share with you, because I believe that God wants to speak to you. And one of the reasons we don't often hear from God is because we don't give him our attention. If you're like me, I can tend to be a casual listener. I'll listen to podcasts and I'll be doing other things, you know, working in the garage or, or doing something while listening to a podcast. But what I'm talking about this morning is giving your undivided attention. Have you noticed in our culture today that we're suffering from an attention deficit? Now, I want to ask you another question. This question is even more important than the first one. And that is, does God have your attention? Recently, just a, a few nights ago, I woke up in the morning and the first thing that came to my mind, these words rose up in my heart, does God have your attention? And I thought about that for a moment. I said, you know, uh, this is really kind of strange because Lord, I would think uh, you have my attention. But you know, I'm an early riser. In fact, uh, I don't tell too many people this, but now everyone's gonna know. I don't even set an alarm clock because I normally wake up early enough because I was raised on the farm and we always have to get up early to do chores. And so um, a lot of times, and I don't know if you're that way, but when I wake up, I will receive or hear something and, and God will just give me inspiration or something like that. When this happened to me, it caused me to ask myself that question, does God have my attention? You know, to give someone your attention, it means you have to stop what you're doing and listen. Think of it from a military perspective. A military officer, a military soldiers that are standing at attention, they are focused at the commander they're focused as the one in higher authority and attentive to the instructions that they're about to receive. And when we think about it in that context, we have to give God our attention. So that means we need to stop what we're doing and we need to listen. Consider this, 
What instruction do we need to hear from God right now? In this present season, with the COVID uh, quarantine and all the things that are affected by that, what do we need to hear from God right now? Uh, the scripture that morning that came to me was Proverbs 4, and actually it starts at verse 19. And I want to read this to you from the New Living Translation. If you have your Bibles there, I encourage you to grab your Bibles and read along with me. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 19, and it reads, My child, pay attention. Now we could stop right there. I think of parents with their children. How often do you say, children, you need to listen, pay attention. Um, it, but the scripture doesn't stop there. But yet it's directed towards God's children. That's us. That's you. That's me. So again, it reads, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. I want to pause right there for a moment too and notice the phrase, listen carefully. That's something we need to be intentional about, to listen carefully to not just be a casual listener, to not just be someone that would casually read the scripture, but to do it carefully and to take it in. Um, so it says, listen carefully to my words. Verse 21 goes on to say, don't lose sight of them. In other words, we have to keep the word before us. It needs to be within the, the vision of our sight so that we can see it, that we can read it every day. And Jesus made a statement in Matthew 4, verse 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Now, if we continue in verse 21, again, it says, don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. Now, that's something very significant because when the word penetrates, that means you're really taking it in. You're really allowing it to affect you in a very meaningful way. So it says, let them penetrate deep into your heart. Now notice what the scripture goes on to say in the last part of verse 21. For they, the word, bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. When I think of this passage, it's so significant in what we're dealing with right now. God wants our attention. Because for those that are dealing with issues in their life, there is life and healing for every one of us if we give God our attention. The outcome of paying attention in this context is life and healing. It's health to your whole being. See, God's concerned not just about uh, your physical situation, but he's also concerned about your spiritual well-being. He's concerned about the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. And God really wants to meet you at the point where you're struggling the most. Even today, I believe he can meet you at the point where you're struggling the most in what you're, whatever you're dealing with. In light of this scripture, in the light of everything that's happening right now, does God have your attention yet? You know, it's interesting because in my lifetime, I've never experienced this. And many of us have never experienced the situations and circumstances that we're confronted with. But yet, I believe because things are changing daily, there's a sense of uncertainty of the future. 
We need to totally give God our attention because I believe he has something that he wants to speak into our life, something that will give you hope, something that will give you encouragement. The Bible is a book of promises. There's so much encouragement in the Bible. So I want to encourage you to spend more time reading the scriptures. And if you say, you know, Pastor, where should I begin? Start in the book of Psalms. Start in the Gospel of John. Start in places where you can learn who the person of Jesus is, as we see in John, or the Psalms that really speak of God's glory and splendor and actually takes us through situations in David's life when he was struggling through the uncertainty of times. Life as we know it has been disrupted. If God has our attention, we need to listen to what he's saying right now. The blessing is that he has a whole lot to speak about this present crisis. I personally believe that the Bible has been written for crisis management to help us navigate through difficult times and seasons that we may experience in life. I believe that this book gives us great hope and encouragement for the future and even in this present moment. Revelation 2.29, it reads, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. In my life, I have found that the times that I get in trouble are the times when I have not listened or I didn't listen, I failed to listen. In fact, whether it's with my parents growing up or if it's with my wife, I get in trouble if I don't listen because she may have said, okay, we're doing this at such a, such a time and maybe I wasn't paying attention and so I thought it was another time. But yet, maybe some other men can relate to me uh, that's something I think all men have in common, or maybe I shouldn't put all men in that category, but I at least don't always listen. And so my wife, Deb, has actually come up with a good solution to that. After she tells me like what needs to be done, if there's a, an appointment or something scheduled, she'll ask me to repeat it to her. So now, what did I just say to you? And after they go, oh, mm -hmm, I don't know. Okay, would you say it again, please? And so she'll catch me on those things. And uh, so, yeah, so have mercy on husbands, wives. You know, this is something I guess you've learned to deal with over the years, but yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness though, the real point is we all need to be better listeners. And I think I could get an amen on that, okay? Uh, one of the things that I believe is very important is that we as believers, as we respond to these circumstances of this season, it will define us. I believe that we are seeing opportunities that will help develop our character to be more Christ-like, to be more godly. I believe, and I've shared this with a number of people, that what's happening right now, it will either bring the worst out of us or the best out of us. And I really believe it's refining our character. And so this message its intent is for you to be better listeners, to really hear and connect with the heart of God in what he's speaking generally to the body of Christ and even specifically concerning your personal life because he has something he wants to speak to you. I believe even today, if you give him the time of day to really hear his voice. I believe we live in an information age, but it's also a misinformation age. That's why I believe we need to filter everything we hear through the Word of God. 
Uh, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 5, 7, it says, So now, my sons, listen to me and don't turn away from the words of my mouth. What does it mean to turn away from the words of his mouth? It simply means to ignore them or not consider them when making decisions. And I believe we're doing ourselves a disfavor when we turn away from the Word of God. We need to be turning to the Word of God, not away from it in this season. We are facing an international crisis. And you might say, well, what does God's Word say about this? I have a passage for you. It's found in Isaiah 41, verse 4. It says, pay attention to me, my people, and listen to me, my nation, for instruction will come from me, and my justice for a light to the nations, I will bring it about quickly. This is from the Holman Christian Study Bible. When I read this in my personal Bible reading this week, this just jumped out at me, and I was in awe because I, I thought to myself, how relevant is this for what we're facing right now? And you know what? When you open up the Bible, God will speak to you concerning those things through his word to what's relevant in your life. And I believe it gives us hope and encouragement. So the whole issue of this message is pay attention and listen. God wants your attention. What does it take for God to get your attention? Great question. Uh, does it have to be calamity, crisis? Does it have to be a pandemic, a job loss, financial ruin, uh, stress, family issues, sickness, disease? What does it take? Well, a lot of times those things can get our attention, but God doesn't want it to be only in crisis times that we give him our attention. And I believe that in these times, though, we should certainly give God our attention. Unfortunately, when everything is going well, people can have the tendency to be casual with their faith. But yet in times of crisis, people become more serious. And, and really, that's my whole point in this. Um, what does it take for God to get your attention? I believe all it takes is for you to have a heart to hear his voice and to receive instruction from him that will guide and govern your life. And I believe we should all want that passionately. I want more than anything for Jesus to truly govern my life. I want more than anything for him to guide me and instruct me in the path that he's chosen for me. And I believe that that's your heart too. We need to understand that he teaches us for our benefit and leads us in the way that we should go. Hebrews 3.15, uh, the scripture from the New King James Version reads this way. Let me direct you to that passage. While it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of rebellion. Now, what is this really saying? If you hear his voice, don't reject it. Don't rebel against it because it may not be exactly what you want to hear. Because sometimes when God speaks, it's a corrective word or it's instructing us to do something that we may not be 100% comfortable with. But yet, if it's God's word, we can be confident knowing that when we obey his word, there's a benefit that will 
bless our life beyond what we can imagine. Our posture as believers, I believe, is to use our tongue. And this is maybe a little bit of a different direction, but I want to share this because as believers, we need to be postured in the way to minister to those that we encounter around us because there's a lot of hurting people right now. There's a lot of people re reacting in fear rather than responding in faith. And I believe that God wants to use you to be a voice of encouragement, to uh, share the compassion of Christ, and to build others up and help them in their crisis. Isaiah 50 verses four and five, this passage to me over the years has been very meaningful. And it's really even a part of how I pray because it's, it's something I desire for my life. And so if you turn with me to Isaiah 50 verses four and five, I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Uh, I wanted to share this with you because I believe it'll bless you. Uh, the Lord God has given me the tongue of those who are taught that I may know how to sustain with the word him who is weary. Morning by morning, he awakens. He awakens my ear to hear as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. Again, we see that rebellion is sometimes a reaction to hearing from God. And, and I don't want rebellion to be any part of my life and I, I'm sure you don't want it to be part of yours. It goes on to say, I turn not backwards. In other words, I didn't turn away from the word. Now again, this verse is very powerful because God wants you to be one who can minister a word of encouragement to those who are weary to help sustain them during this time. I believe that God wants to use Christians everywhere to be a help to those who are hurting in this time. Um, as I prepare to close this message this morning, as always, I want to extend an invitation to you. And I want to say one more time, and you may be tired of me asking you, does God have your attention? Does God have your attention? I believe that God is always speaking. The real issue is we are not always listening. In a world, there are many, so many distractions. And sometimes we just have to be silent. Sometimes we need to look inward. Sometimes we need to assess the condition of our heart. And we need to ask ourselves if we're really right with God. Are there issues that need to be dealt with? Are there, are there ways that we're trying to justify our actions when we know that there's guilt and there's sin in our life that has not been dealt with? Maybe God doesn't have your attention today, but maybe you want to give God your full attention. I want to lead you in the prayer that I call a believer's prayer. And as you pray this prayer, I encourage you to speak the words that I say from your own heart. And this is simply a prayer to receive Jesus, the hope of humanity, the Savior of the world who died for our sins. The Bible tells us that when we repent and turn from our sinful way, that we can receive the gift of eternal life when we commit ourselves to Jesus and receive him as the Lord of our life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we shall be saved. So repeat this prayer after me. 
if you would. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Forgive me of my sins. I repent from my sins and I turn my heart towards you. Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me and you offer to me the gift of eternal life. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Make my life what you want it to be. I give you my full attention today. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. You know, if you prayed that prayer sincerely and you meant it with your heart, there are some next steps. And we encourage you to get in touch with us. If you have need of a Bible, we can ship one out to you. But in any way that we can help you grow in your walk with God, that's our desire because we believe that God has a great plan in the future for you. I also want to pray this morning concerning this message for other believers and those that have tuned in because we need to overcome this attention deficit in our life. And we need to be fully convinced that we are hearing from God because if you can answer that question, does God have your attention? If you can say yes, then I believe that this message has accomplished its intent in your life. So let's pray this prayer together. And I'm going to just pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the word of God that we shared this morning. I pray that you cause it to minister to everyone that has tuned in. Father, I pray that you help us overcome listening deficits, attention deficits in our life that would prevent us from hearing from you. Father, we know that you desire us to give attention to your word because the outcome is that it will minister life in peace. Father, we thank you and we praise you today in Jesus' name. So now that God has your attention, let's end this service with another worship song. God bless you. At Refuge, we believe all people matter to God. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to connect further with Refuge, feel free to go online to wearerefuge.net or on social media at wearerefuge.